Hello and welcome to section two, episode 17 of the LUFC Fan Zone podcast. I'm Sam Isles. And I'm Jack Ellis. In each episode, we'll be talking to our next Leeds United player or manager about their time at the club. All of our episodes can be found on our LUFC Fan Zone YouTube channel, as well as Spotify and Apple Podcast. And last episode was the first section of episode 17 with Giuseppe Belusky, where the former defender spoke to us about his reasonings for missing the away game to Charlton in 2015 as well as how he settled in at England, and getting sent off in his debut in his only game under former head coach, David Hockaday. Today is the second episode of our interview with Giuseppe, and in this section, he speaks about his final stages at the club, including his opinions on the abuse he received from Leeds fans, most notably in the final matches he played for the club at Harrogate Town and Geisley pre-season in 2017. Once again, he is speaking with his interpreter Adriano from his current side, AC Monza. The following season, Leeds had another head coach, this time in Juve Rosler. And however, less than three months, he was replaced by Steve Evans. How did he find Steve Evans as a head coach? Because he was known for being extremely aggressive in the dressing room, which was not all to the players' liking. No, persona credo che possa essere aggressiva quando quando ti dice chiaramente cosa fare e quindi poi diventare tra virgolette cattiva quando tu non lo fai. Quando una persona non ti dice cosa fare, non può pretendere solo di alzare la voce e, e urlare e pretendere che si vincano le partite se non c'è un piano gara. So yeah, if there's a difference between someone who who has something clear in mind and tells you what to do and he can tell it to you by shouting, but if a, if a person tells you things shouting without without but any any plans any uh, any like um, clear instructions you can't pretend to to win games just for uh, just, just by screaming like you don't you, you don't win games just by screaming however once again Leeds' performance that season weren't the best and it was reported that you might have left that season in january however you stayed at leeds was that true? And if so, what made you stay at Leeds? Sì, potevo tornare in Serie A a gennaio, ma sia io che Cellino abbiamo deciso di di rifiutare la proposta di di restare anche sia a gennaio sia dopo il primo anno potevo potevo tornare in Serie A. Mi è stato promesso che si costruiva una squadra competitiva e si metteva un allenatore all'altezza e quindi ho, sono deciso di, ho deciso di rimanere poi a gennaio nella mia carriera non ho mai fatto un trasferimento perché eh, non lo condivido e non è mai bello lasciare a metà una stagione eh, quindi ho, ho, finito, ho finito il secondo anno ho deciso di, di finire la stagione e poi, e poi purtroppo non, non è andata come, come si voleva ma anche il secondo anno non avevamo la struttura necessaria per poter lottare per vincere il campionato. Yeah, actually I had the, I had the chance both after the first season and then in January to go back uh, to Serie A and play, but uh, uh, both uh, President Cellino and I decided to that I I should have stayed until the end the end of the season. Uh, also because in my career I never had a transfer a transfer in the in the January window uh, mainly because I don't really find it uh, right to to leave a, a team a club 
uh, in the middle of the season. And uh, I also decided to stay in January uh, because uh, President Cellino made some promises that uh, he would have built a, a, a great team with a, with a great coach. But uh, unfortunately, at the end of the second season, I, I left just because I, I thought there, there weren't really the conditions to, to build a, a competitive team in order to try and, uh, and, and get promoted. And in April, towards the end of that season, you, you made a couple of errors which led to penalties, which resulted in Leeds losing to both Rotherham, where you finished the game in goal, and QPR at Ellen Road. Following those matches, head coach at the time, Steve Evans, dropped you from the start in 11 against Hull. And reportedly, when you found out that you would be on the bench that day before match, you walked off the training pitch at Thorpe Arch and left training early. What made you react like that to being dropped to the bench after a few poor performances? No, it's not my first time in England. Unfortunately, there were some problems during the part. E quindi sia le difficoltà calcistiche sia le difficoltà familiari, non avendo la possibilità di, di, eh, di avere i nonni o comunque i genitori, i genitori miei o di mia moglie a darci una mano e darci supporto. Fare il primo figlio e avere problemi al parto e avere la moglie in difficoltà e non esserci mai perché il campionato e la championship inglese è davvero massacrante dal punto di vista fisico e mentale perché si gioca ogni tre giorni. Eh, in quel momento molto probabilmente avevo perso un po' il mio equilibrio interiore poi per quanto riguarda l'abbandono del, prima, del, prima della fine dell'allenamento perché mi aveva detto che c'era una partita sabato mercoledì infrasettimanale nella partita infrasettimanale mi avrebbe fatto giocare non mi ha fatto giocare e quella è stata la goccia che ha fatto traboccare il vaso e decide di, di andare via yeah so basically during that time my, my first uh, uh, daughter was born and um so obviously i had uh, i had to deal with many emotions also because uh, my my wife had uh, some problems in the hospital while giving birth so obviously we didn't have our uh, uh, there weren't my parents uh, my wife's parents there helping us obviously it was a quite a difficult moment and i had to deal with uh, uh, a lot of emotions and um so it was uh, it was a uh, it was not an easy time and uh, regarding the episode at the, uh, the at the training ground it was just because uh, uh, there was a, there was a, a game a league game scheduled for uh, for in on wednesday and uh, i i had to play because uh, uh, evans include uh, originally included me in the starting 11 but then uh, he talked to me in the he talked to me in the dressing room, telling me that I was uh, I was included, I was part of the starting eleven, and then when he when all of a sudden at the end he he left me out, he excluded me from the starting eleven. I just found it uh, really disrespectful towards uh, towards me, and that's why I decided to leave uh, the training earlier. Yeah, and as well as Thorpe Arch, you posted on Twitter about how Leeds' defensive record was better when you were in the team by using a spreadsheet, comparing your stats to the other Leeds defenders at the time. What made you take to social media to vent your frustrations? Because that wasn't the only time you used your Twitter account, which I'm right in saying you've deleted now to show your feelings towards certain things that happened during your time at Leeds. 
perché era diventato una caccia all'uomo, un massacro personale. E nella mia vita e nella mia carriera ho sempre fatto parlare i numeri. Quando erano contro ho pagato e in quel momento stavo pagando anche se erano favorevoli. Ho mancato di rispetto solo ai miei compagni. E, e basta, mi dispiace, di, mi dispiace di quello che ho fatto solo per i miei compagni, ma dovevo tutelare me stesso uomo e me stesso calciatore. So the, the only reason I did that is because uh, at that time there was clearly uh, there were clearly some people that were against me and they wanted me out of the club. And uh, obviously I had to show that uh, despite my my great performances I I was I uh, was being left out. The only the only people I need to I can say sorry to are my teammates. Maybe I disrespected them. Uh, with that, uh, with that tweet, but I, I, I had to show, I had to show the stats because uh, I felt that uh, in that moment, I, the, there were some people that were against me, and uh, and so I, I had to show the world, my fans, that uh, I was actually performing well. And it turned out that after that outbreak, you never played a competitive match for Leeds again. And not only did Steve Evans leave you out of the remaining two championship games for that 2015-16 season, but at the start of the next year, you left Leeds and joined Empoli on loan. But there you played almost every game that season, and there was a clause in the deal, a reported clause, that at the end of the year you could have joined Empoli permanently, but they got relegated to Serie B. Is that the reason why you didn't join Empoli on a permanent basis, because of their relegation? Yes. Perché Cellino mi aveva pagato, mi aveva pagato, aveva pagato il cartellino e non voleva lasciarmi andare a, eh, diciamo a parametro zero. Avevo altri due anni di contratto e si è trovata la formula col prestito con diritto di riscatto in caso di salvezza. Purtroppo l'ultima partita siamo retrocessi e sono dovuto tornare all'inizio. Yes, obviously, since President Cellino had actually uh, spent money for me. Uh, he didn't want me to leave um, as a free agent, so I still had the two years uh, on on my contract with the, with Leeds, and so the only the, the right formula that uh, the clubs found was the one of the loan with option to buy in case of uh, uh, of avoiding relegation. Uh, unfortunately, Empoli uh, got relegated in the last game of the of the season. Um, and yeah, and that is the that is the main reason why 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 didn't stay at Empoli. So you returned to Leeds with Thomas Christensen as a new head coach, and you were one of the final Italian players still at Leeds from that huge influx in 2014. Did you believe that with a fresh start at Leeds with a new head coach that you could be pushed back into the team again, or was it always your intention to leave at the start of that season? Non potevo rimanere a Leeds perché faccio un passo indietro. Prima di andare a Empoli io non andavo, sarei andato via da perdente perché l'obiettivo era provare a vincere il campionato due anni, vi ho fatto metà classifica. Quindi sarei rimasto a disposizione un altro anno parlando con Cellino. Infatti io sono andato via gli ultimi giorni, cioè dopo l'inizio della preparazione del Leeds dove non mi sono presentato alla preparazione. Perché Parlando con Cellino io avevo chiesto garanzie eh, sulla squadra, sui, sui giocatori, 
e garanzie soprattutto sull'allenatore, non tanto sui giocatori, sull'allenatore, garanzie sull'allenatore, che avrebbe dovuto mettere un allenatore di livello per poter competere o provare a competere a lottare al titolo. E lui mi aveva promesso di sì e invece non è stato fatto questo. Io non ritenevo giusto il comportamento che dopo, dopo la discussione che ho avuto con Cerino è durata anche parecchie ore e quindi ho deciso di non iniziare la stagione con, con il Lizza e sono andato in prestito a Empoli. E quando sono tornato non c'erano i presupposti per poter rimanere perché Cellino mi ha fatto eh, accettato il prestito quindi mi ha lasciato andare in prestito qualora io da, avevo altri due anni di contratto mi ha fatto due anni invece di due anni mi ha fatto allungare di quattro anni il contratto e guadagnavo un quinto di quello che guadagnavo in quei due anni quindi mi ha fatto guadagnare un quinto per quattro anni io sono, sono andato in prestito con la retrocessione sono, torta, sono tornato a Lizza e mi restavano tre anni a un quinto di quello che percepivo non c'erano i presupposti per poter rimanere So uh, I'll just take a, a step back and uh, I'm just going to say that in my two years at Leeds, uh, I had the ambition. I, I really wanted to achieve something important with that team. And uh, I thought that uh, we were going to build something uh, uh, important in order to try and uh, achieve promotion. Uh, and that started, that had to start obviously by having a, an important coach. But obviously that uh, never happened. And that is uh, the main reason why uh, in the summer I left Leeds uh, in order to join uh, Empoli alone. And basically when I, when I came back to, to Leeds, there, there just weren't the, the right conditions to, to continue. Because uh, uh, what happened is that before joining Empoli, I, had, uh, I still had two years of contract remaining with, uh, with Leeds. However, uh, President Cellino, uh, before joining Empoli, uh, renewed my contract and uh, I had then four years, uh, uh, but they were, uh, the, the wage was, was split in those four years. So I, I earned uh, less uh, every year. So I, I, used to, uh, I basically earned what I used to earn in two years in four years. So obviously after the loan at Empoli, I came back And I still had three years with, uh, obviously, um, a decreased wage. And I just, there, there just weren't the conditions to, to keep going with, uh, with Leeds. And you did eventually leave Leeds in 2017 when you joined Palermo on a permanent transfer. However, before your departure, you did play some friendly matches before you left in that 2017-18 season. The first was against Harrogate Town and the second was against Geisley. And during that match at Geisley especially, you received some boos and abuse from some sections of the Leeds fans. How did that make you feel that you were being booed and abused by your own supporters at that match? Tristezza, delusione. Non ero riuscito a, a farmi comprendere, non ero riuscito a trasferire il mio essere, la mia etica la mia idea, la mia sincerità e quindi sono stato triste e amareggiato per tanto tempo e, e con le lacrime agli occhi ho chiesto a Victor Horta, direttore sportivo, di darmi una mano e, perché la mia avventura all'Izza era, era terminata. I just, uh, just felt uh, really sad because 
I think that uh, the fans didn't really understand me and the, the person I am because I'm a, I'm a person that always gives everything for the club I, I play for. And um, obviously, it, didn't, it wasn't something uh, nice. Uh, it, was, uh, it made me sad. And uh, in, in tears, I asked for help to, to Victor Horta uh, because I, obviously I needed, uh, I, needed to change, uh, I needed to change club. Why do you feel you received the abuse you did at Geisley? And did you feel that you deserved it from the lead supporters? Perché in tanto tempo sono uscite molte notizie false da, dal bullismo con i più giovani, dalla rissa con Calvin Phillips, dalla rissa con, con Bamba nel parcheggio dello stadio e tante tante altre cose, tutte categoricamente false. E quindi tanti rumors falsi e soprattutto eh, tanti atteggiamenti miei sbagliati dovuti a a una mancanza di rispetto da, e non ha una lealtà eh, ed un'onestà umana che è mancata da parte di, de, degli allenatori dell'epoca. So basically the, the, the main reason was because of the, all, the, all the fake news that were going around at that time. For example, the, the apparent uh, uh, act of bullying towards the, some players of the, some of the youth team uh the the fight with Calvin Phillips the fight with Bamba in the in the parking lot all these are absolutely uh uh fake fake rumors fake news but obviously uh i think that's what also influenced a bit the fans who who booed me and uh also uh, another another reason could be my 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 behavior towards uh uh, towards the coaches that at the end of the day um, didn't respect me they uh, they didn't pay respect to me by uh, with their actions and if i asked you to sum up the Leeds united supporters now what would you say about them because like we've just touched on they did give you some abuse towards the back end of your time at leeds after you returned from italy however Prior to that, when you played for the club in the championship, the fans would sell out every every away match where you and Leeds played, wherever the side were in the table. And at the start of your career at Leeds, you did get a good reception from the crowd. However, things did turn sour towards the back end of your time at the club. A me dispiace che non ho niente da dire contro i tifosi di Leeds. Io posso solo ringraziarli, ringraziarli per l'amore che mi hanno dato nell'immediato. Sicuramente non ce l'ho con loro perché li capisco e comprendo eh, l'amore che hanno verso, verso, la, verso la squadra e verso il club. E mi dispiace solo che si sono fatti influenzare da, eh, da voci non vere su, sul mio conto e, e non, non hanno provato mai a chiarire eh, o a cercare la verità e si sono basati solo su quelle so uh, I don't have anything uh, negative to say about Leeds fans and uh, actually I, I I want to thank them because uh, as you said like um, throughout my time at Leeds they always uh, supported the team 100% uh, always being side to side uh, to the team 
but the only thing that makes me sad is that they they believed all those uh, all those fake news uh, they just based their uh, they, they just followed those fake news without trying to discover the the actual truth and uh, this is probably the the only thing that makes me sad and uh, by, i i cannot say anything uh, bad about that and then just days after that match at Geisley, it was confirmed that you had left Leeds on the permanent deal and returned back to Italy. How did it feel to leave Leeds after three years at the club, especially in the way that you treated in the final months at Leeds? Oh, ero stato obbligato. È una sensazione non c'è stata né, né positiva né negativa. Eh, subito dopo, anzi, durante la partita, durante l'amichevole, ho capito che la mia la mia avventura era giunta al termine, quindi aspettavo solo il momento delle firme, aspettavo solo il momento di fare le valigie per poter andare via, sapevo, avevo già capito tutto, eh, però se, qualcuno, se conoscono qualcuno, soprattutto nel, nel, dopo i due anni, chi ha fatto sia il primo anno che il secondo anno dei compagni, dei giocatori, se hanno rapporto con qualcuno possono chiedere chiedessero ai giocatori che tipo, che tipo di ragazzo ero, che tipo di uomo ero. ero sono un giocatore che dà tutto per il gruppo, dà tutto per il collettivo, sono un giocatore che eh, quando eh, c'era un terzo portiere anziano, che non ricordo il nome, mi dispiace, eh, e, e, e Marfi che dovevano andare via e si cambiavano in un altro spogliatoio, io ho fatto, ho fatto la guerra con l'allenatore per per farli restare in spogliatoio con noi fino al giorno che non andavano via. Sono un giocatore che per il collettivo e che per le cose giuste si butta nel fuoco e a volte ne paga le conseguenze ed è questo il, il caso. No, I, I really, I actually didn't had any positive or negative feeling, uh, mainly because I, I just felt that my time at Leeds was over uh, because I was forced. I was forced to leave and so I was just waiting uh, uh, to I was just waiting it to be official my transfer to Palermo to in order to to leave and uh, but if you ask any player that played with me in those two years they can tell you what kind of man I am I'm a man that always uh, gave uh, and gives a hundred percent for for the team for the club uh, for example I remember once uh, there was the the third uh, keeper uh, quite old. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. And Stuart Murphy, Tyler? Stuart Taylor. Yes. Yes, Stuart Taylor and uh, Murphy, and uh, they they already knew that they, they were gonna leave, and uh, uh, the coach made them um, uh, made them use another dressing room, and they just found that uh, totally disrespectful. And I fought with the uh, with the coach in order for them to to stay with us until the until their last day at Leeds. So that shows uh, how I am like uh, a man that always gives 100% for the team and uh, for, for, uh, for my teammates as well. And how do you look back on your time at Leeds? Because for you, you could have seen it as a risk moving from Italy to Ellen Road in 2014. However, how do you think it went for you? And do you think it was a success? Absolutely, yes. Then I was also my daughter here, above all per come è andato il parto, però sono diventato papà Leeds e ho fatto un'esperienza bellissima in una, con una cultura diversa, 
eh, ho imparato il linguaggio calcistico inglese, anche se non l'inglese, quindi ci sono anche gli aspetti positivi. Non è finita per come pensavo, non è andata per come pensavo, però eh, è la vita. No, at the end of the day I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually really happy of the decision I had made. Uh, also mainly because my, my little daughter was born there. So I became dad in Leeds. And obviously this is something that uh, made me uh, really, really happy. And uh, I also learned the football terminology there in, uh, in Leeds. And yeah, at the end it didn't go as planned and maybe it didn't, everything didn't go as I wanted to, as I expected to. But I'm, uh, I'm 100% happy of the decision uh, I had made at the time. And now, three years later, a lot has changed and you're now at Monza as we mentioned before, in City of B, and also Leeds are now in the Premier League and having a very successful time since Marcelo Bielsa took charge of the club. But do you still follow Leeds and look out for the results, or is that era all in the past for you now? I follow, I go to see the results, and when I can, that we don't play in contemporaneous, if I can, I see also the game. Beyond that, I'm an appassionate of golf, but... Cerco di, di vedere anche gli allenatori forti. Eh, Bielsa forse è uno dei più forti, nel, uno dei più forti al mondo. Eh, sono contentissimo per i tifosi, sono contentissimo per i miei compagni che ho avuto eh, la fortuna di, di, di conoscerli sia come giocatori che come, che come ragazzi. Eh, da Philips a Cooper a Dallas, eh, a Eiling, ci sono diversi compagni che ho conosciuto e sono veramente contento per loro. E soprattutto per i tifosi che so quanto amore mettono e passione è giusto che, che Liz sia tornato dove merita con un grande allenatore yeah absolutely whenever I have the chance and uh, we don't play simultaneously I, I watch uh, some of the, of the Leeds games uh, as well as always uh, keeping up to date with the, by looking at the scores and um, also because I'm a, I'm, I'm a football fan in general and I, I like watching uh, um, uh, coaches. So, and I personally think that Bielsa is one of the best coaches in the world uh, right now. Uh, and because of that, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I still follow Leeds and also because I'm, I'm really happy for my, for my former teammates, Phillips, uh, Cooper, Berardi, uh, Berardi Dallas. Ailing, and uh, I'm really happy for them and for the fans as well because I know that the fans always give uh, uh, 100% for the, for the team. This final section of the show is where our followers get to ask their questions to our guests by commenting on our LUFC fans on Instagram post. Each episode, we select four questions which are commented and put them forward to our guest. This week's first question comes from Carl, who asks, During your three years at Leeds, there were seven head coaches. David Hockaday, Darko Milanic, Neil Redfern, Juve Rosler, Steve Evans, Gary Monk, and finally Thomas Christensen, some of which lasted longer than others. However, out of them seven head coaches, which one did you learn the most from and why? Uh, um, Tom, I can't judge the last one because I've been very little time with him. But I think Milanic was the most complete So I can't judge uh, Tom the last one because obviously I was uh, 
about to leave. But uh, Milavic is uh, definitely the, the coach who I learned the most from. This week's second question comes from George, who asks, although it is unlikely because of the amount that's changed in the last three years, but if Leeds contacted you right now and said that they wanted to sign you and bring you back to Ellen Road, would you be willing to play for the club again? And how would you feel about going back to Leeds? Se si cancella la parte brutta, beh, sono, rimane sempre il pensiero iniziale. Eh, quello non dipende da me. So the, the fans should, uh, should start a petition. No, <laughs> but jokes apart, uh, uh, obviously, if you, if you take away all the, the negative uh, period that I, I lived there for obvious reasons that I explained earlier, uh, obviously, I, one day it could be, could be nice to, to go back. Next up is Matt, who asks, during your three years at the club, who was the best player you played with and why? Philips, perché era, era molto giovane e si vedeva, si, già, si notava una personalità, una sicurezza durante, durante la partita eh, di, un, di un trentenne. Quindi ero sicuro, già dal primo anno quando l'ho visto, ero sicuro che eh, avrebbe fatto una carriera importantissima. Uh, I think Phillips, because uh, right from the beginning, uh, I could see, uh, well, except obviously the technical uh, qualities, but also personality, the personality of a veteran, of a 30-year-old player. So right from the start, I could see that he, he, he could become a, a very important player. And this week's last question comes from Luke, who asks, your time at Leeds was full of ups and downs. However, what was your highlight and your most memorable moment from your time at Leeds? Al di là dei gol, dei due gol che ho fatto con Leeds e quell'azione d'aria aria con il chip sulla traversa, al di là di quello credo che una figura una figura e un'immagine racchiude quello che sono. Mi ricordo durante un riscaldamento a Ella Road che eh, provai un lancio uscito fuori, fuori di poco e prese un, un, signore su, un signore sulla carrozzina e poi al termine della partita andai a donare la, la maglia per, per scusarmi perché eh, credo che questo racchiude un po' il mio modo di essere, il mio modo di vivere cercando di, di aiutare sempre le persone che tra virgolette sono yeah so obviously apart my a part of my goals uh, two goals at Leeds and my box to box run one uh, episode I remember with great joy is when uh, uh, one day during the warm up at Ellen Road I I, I hit uh, a fan on the wheelchair with a, after a strike and uh, at the end of the match I I went to him and I gave him my my shirt and uh, that made me happy at the, at that moment because obviously I I always try to 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 give everything for uh, for the the fans and uh, in order to to make them happy as well and I think that I think at that moment uh, giving the shirt to to that guy made him uh, made him really happy. And that ends today's episode. 
Thank you to everyone for sending your questions and thank you so much for your time, Giuseppe, and your perfect translation, Adriano. Thank you. We'll be back next week with another guest. Stay tuned for the post over on our LUFC fans on Instagram later in the week. Thanks for listening.